0: in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
2: 401. Tony Gwynn Jr., Matt Scraby. Gwen versus the fans. On deck. 833-288. Oh nine seven three. Now Scraby explain. Continue to explain this. The
3: the model. Oh oh yes that yes. That was yes. upset with Brittany, Brittany Mahomes. Mahomes for being able to pose in the Sports Illustrated, Illustrated swim. Sh- now help help me understand what she's upset about. She is upset. This is a model who works. Apparently works for Sports Illustrated. She works for sport as a what? As a model? Yeah, as a model. Okay. And she's married to someone in the NFL, Kendricks. I'm not sure of... I believe it's the linebacker. It does sound familiar as a linebacker. But so she put these up on her Instagram story, and I watched them this morning, and she didn't ever say Brittany Mahomes' name, but she kept mentioning the the things, and everybody put it together. But she's mad because there are models that work their entire career for that opportunity, and just because you're... Last name is Mahomes. You're going to be able to get this spot over someone who's been working their entire life to get there, just because you want to do it as a hobby. Like, I don't think that Brittany Mahomes is doing this for a profession. Personally, I don't care if she does it as a hobby, but I understand where she's coming from.
2: Uh, you know, Mrs. Kendricks. I, I don't know if it's a wife. Let me, let me, or let me or go if it's figure this out. Yeah. Either way, as long as that same energy it was there for some of the other celebrity uh, swimsuit folks that came in, cool. Then you know, then there's some consistency across the board. But if it's just solo, solo, you know, singling out, excuse me, Brittany Mahomes, it just feels like it's just fake
3: outrage. I can buy that too, because it does it seem feels like, like a pile on, really, is what it what it feels like. Like let, let's think of I'm trying to think I'm just gonna use Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence not a model. Not a model, but she's famous. She gets a spot I guess you should be as. Ma- as Where's that bad. energy? Yeah, okay, you make a good point there because just because it's Brittany Mahomes now, you're angry. That's what it feels like. A little bit, but I can understand where she's coming. Here's my here's my uh, example for you. I'm going to do it baseball wise, <laughs> and I even wrote it down. You've been working up through the minor leagues, and you are up next. But instead, they go out and they get Garth Brooks to play over here. <laughs> Tell me that wouldn't <laughs> anger you. That that would anger me. There you go. So we find it. We find some commonality. Cart Brooks. I had to choose a guy who actually did go to Padre Spring training. That was a good one. That was but a good one. That's how I feel like she is feeling, that woman.
0: Wow.
2: Well, well, everybody's upset about something these days. Yeah, definitely.
3: All what? right. Chris versus the fans. Nope. Gwen versus the fans. 833 yep. 973 We are going to be playing for a trip to Las Vegas. You're qualified for our grand prize. 2 nights stay at Westgate Las Vegas and two tickets to Air Supply. With a legacy spanning decades, Air Supply continues to captivate hearts. Now in their 45th anniversary year, the duo continues to play more than 130 shows a year worldwide. Join us in celebrating their music and enduring legacy on May 31st and June 1st, 2024 at the Westgate International Theater at Westgate Las Vegas Resort and Casino. Get tickets now at Ticketmaster.com. The Westgate Las Vegas Resort and Casino features newly designed premier rooms, part of their 70 Million dollar room renovations, home of legendary
1: Vegas fun. If you had one shot, one opportunity to take down the human almanac himself, howdy do. Now is your time. Listen to me, this guy is dangerous. Now is your opportunity to win a prize. Well, I hope you know what you're in for. Chris versus the fans starts now on 97.3 The Fan.
3: I know, it wasn't the Gwynn versus the fans. I know, I know. I'm gonna put that in the computer because apparently I can't remember to pull it out. That's... I should have taken that one back. <laughs> All right, the rules. You have to make it through three questions. Each question will get more difficult. If you get the question right, you move on. If you get the question wrong and Chris gets it right, you're eliminated. Tony gets it right, you're eliminated. Tony gets it wrong and you move on to the next question or you win. I'm a little concerned that the spice challenge yesterday has has it's eaten away part of my brain. Yeah, because you, you weren't quite right after Ever that. since then, my brain has been like one little millisecond off and I can't pronounce things. I can't read. It's terrible. I it's can't like talk. The- It's like the outside, you know, is fine, but the inside... Yeah, there's something weird going on. It's deteriorating fast. The the spices are eating away at my brain right now (laughs) because nothing has been easy for me. All right, so Tony's ready to go. You all are ready to go out there. If you're a first-time player, Player! let us know before you get into it, and you will get that question for free, The first question for free, and you'll start on the second question. I don't know if I'm going to make it through the show, Tony. My brain is dying by the second let's go to (laughs) let's go to stop saying stuff that gravy's dying by the second please stop saying weird things (laughs) michael you are up how are you what's up michael hey how's it going guys it's going well my man here we go i know you're a veteran player so question number one Who just returned from an indefinite suspension in the NBA because of his, quote-unquote, flailing arms? Uh, Draymond Green. Draymond Green is co- correct. See, I just did it again. <laughs> Here we go, question number two. Ooh, this is a tough one, actually. Where did Kadarius Toney play college football? Uh no idea. Dave. Kentucky. Kentucky. Stay there, Michael. Tony's pretty good at these though.
2: Cardavius.
3: Cadarius.
2: Cadarius. <laughs> Cardavius. <laughs> Seems like a Floridian. Uh,
3: he does seem like I, a Floridian. I'm gonna go Gator Town. I'm gonna go Florida. Sorry Michael, appreciate you playing. Uh you know what? He does seem like a Floridian. When I heard him, you know, going off on
2: uh well, he said it was he wasn't going off in the chat. They cut it he said, together. He said, yeah, he said they were that he was going off on a on comments in his in his IG. But you record that. I, listen, I am just saying what he said. He definitely sounded like a Floridian. I got a, I got a, I got some buddies that sound just like that.
3: All for all Floridians. He yeah he we went to Florida. So good job, good job on what is it sussing that out? Yes, I guess. Okay, I'm getting worse by the second. Did you
2: invite our new guest on, dude? What is? Come on, man, get it together.
3: I'm sorry. Let's go to Brandon El Cajon. Brandon. Hey, I got a better example than George Brooks, by the way. Okay, who? Uh,
1: Imagine being a minor leaguer with the Nets, and then
3: they find Tim Tebow. Tim? Ah, that's a a realistic one. All right. That is a good one, Brandon, and I would be furious if I was a minor leaguer and Tim Tebow was there. Somebody who
2: looks the part but actually
3: isn't isn't a baseball player.
2: That's that's a great one, Brandon.
3: Great one. All right, here we go. Question number one. Barack Obama is a big fan of what sport? I believe he's a Cubs fan, so baseball. Is this a fair question? Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, Brandon.
2: The answer is basketball.
3: Yes, he does do a lot of. He, he used to I think do his the. His brother-in-law brackets. was
2: the head coach at Oregon State. There for a little bit.
3: Yeah, I do remember something about that. Sorry about that, Brandon. Man, we got Chris Ello in the house. All of a sudden, just eliminating people every five seconds. Dan, you're up. How are you doing, Dan? What's up, Dan? Good. Aztecs win. Dan wins. Like all right. <laughs> Here we go, Dan. Question number one. Gary Sanchez just signed with what team? Jeepers Creepers. I'll say Philadelphia. Philadelphia. I love the Jeepers Creepers. I love that movie. Sorry, Dan. Tony.
2: My original squad, the Brew Crew. Brewers. I know how much of a stick that you are for... Non-names. Brewers. Thank Milwaukee you. Brewers.
3: <laughs> Thank you. I would have also accepted Milwaukee Brewers. Milwaukee. <laughs> yes. yes. Uh, all right. Let's go to our next contestant. We are going to go to James. James, you're up. Hey. Happy Friday, guys. Happy Friday, Happy James. Friday. You ready to go? Oh, yeah. All right. Here we go. How many goals is a hat trick?
1: Three
3: goals. Three goals is correct. Nice job, James. Here we go. Question number two. Um, Who was the first left-handed quarterback to get a Super Bowl ring? Uh, Steve Young? No clue. Who did you say? Steve Young. Oh, Steve Young. Steve Young. Roger Thomas. Roger Staubach was not it either. Tony, do you know who was the first left-handed quarterback to get a Super Bowl ring? Stay there, James. I don't know that Tony knows this one. I'm going to have to talk before the alarm goes off. Is
2: um, how about how about Joe
3: Namath? Joe Namath is he left? I don't have no idea. <laughs> I don't think he is. I know he won a Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. The, it, Broadway Joe, at least he remembered his last <laughs> name this time. Ken Stabler, according to ah. my book at home. He was the first left-handed quarterback. Uh, according to what? My book, that my sports trivia book that I have at home. Okay. So As long as
2: you can get it from Wikipedia, I think we're all right.
3: I did not get it from Wikipedia. So it hasn't
2: treated you well.
3: No. James, James you were still alive. Here we go. Question number three all for right. this qualification to for a trip to Las Vegas. What player threw the touchdown pass that Nick Foles caught in the Super Bowl oh. that was officially named the Philly Special? Why do you have this look on your face like this is super easy? No, it's I, I'm in trouble. Oh, okay. James, do you know? Uh, uh, I'm going to guess. Zach Ertz? Zach Ertz, an educated guess. Do you know, Tony? Stay there, James. Alshon Jeffries? Oh, he was in the game. You are a winner, James. Nice, nice job. Work, James. It was actually someone that I forgot until I looked this up Trey Burton. Don't even remember who he is. I think he was like a tight end, maybe. Huh. Yeah, I don't think he's in the league anymore either. But there you go, James. Nice, nice work, job. James. Stay there. I got to get your information in the break. Man, you, you're getting good like uh, Chris in this game. I don't like it.
2: I just just questions I happen to know. Well, is it?
3: Did, did, when did you do these questions? Earlier this week. Oh, okay. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Are you saying you remember some of them? No,
2: no. I'm saying typically when you haven't done questions and you do them like on a whim, really fast. Oh, they're not very good. They're not very good, and yeah. I usually hammer those ones. So you do. Kudos to me for actually getting some that you actually prepared this time.
3: Does it make me a hater that I would uh, I, I enjoy the days that you're doing it because I don't have to recreate many questions?
2: <laughs> it's a backhanded a pretty, compliment yes, is what yes. it is. It's not,
3: it's not necessarily a diss, but uh, it's a backhanded compliment. All right, stay there, James. Uh, that's it for Chris or Gwen versus the fans. All right,
2: let's get to break. When we come back on the other side, more Gwen and Chris. We got some traffic.
0: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for walk well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.
2: Aztecs taking on Nevada at 5 o'clock. Aztecs looking to continue their winning
3: ways. Kind of like this five PM start thing. I do
2: too. I don't know if we've been able to really turn on a game. No, at work here this season. No, it's kind of crazy. These games start even after I get home from work. Yeah, which is a long time. Yeah, they usually are pretty late. We've seen had some like eight o'clock starts. Yeah, uh, but they take on uh, Nevada, eighteen and five. They're both eighteen and five on the year. Aztecs uh, underdogs, being given two and a half. Huh. We, we, we should
3: have, but Nevada, two-and-a-half-point favorites in the game. The problem with the Aztecs is that they haven't played great on the road. If this was at home, no problem. I'm going with the Aztecs, but they just have not played good on the road.
2: Both teams are have literally done the same thing the last five games. Win-win-loss, win-loss, win-win-loss, win-win-loss.
3: I guess the game against Utah right, State— Check that.
2: Loss, win-loss, win-win— Loss, win, loss, win, win. I was reading. Oh yeah, it yeah, yeah.
3: There. there you go. <laughs> um, the the Aztecs. I th- I guess it's a really good sign that they beat Utah State by as much as they did last Saturday, and then ended up taking care of Air Force as well. So maybe they f- found that gear again that they had earlier just, in the year.
2: I just think that you know, I think we, what we've seen across the Mountain West this year is that everybody's tough to deal with at home. You know, the Aztecs are undefeated at home. Yeah. We've seen on the other end when the Aztecs have had to go to New Mexico. Um was it Boise they went to? Boise, yeah. And there's um, the other loss. Uh Utah State? Possibly. No. Colorado no. State? I don't know if they've gone to Colorado did, State. They did. Oh, they did. Okay. Yeah. So those are the those are the three losses that they've had on the road. Um this is another road test. Another Mountain West road test. so Huge road test. Hopefully uh, the Aztecs can come out victorious again, tip-offs at 5 o'clock. Uh, we'll probably have the game on in here, keep you updated as we go. Of course. Now, Scrape, let's go ahead. i am turn the floor over to you, man. Oh, you are? Yes. Okay. You want it to touch on a specific
3: subject. Yes. So I know this has come up a few times in the last couple days. and definitely came up on the Scrapey Show. Oh, it did. Scrapey Chronicles. The Scrapey Chronicles went crazy on this, and uh, it's a very polarizing topic, but it's something that we have to talk about because of the circumstances around it, and that would be Trevor Bauer. Now, Ah. in the chat here, uh, we have a fan who is really, really dead set on getting Trevor Bauer. And so... What I was saying on the Scraby Show the other night is that I am willing to give Trevor Bauer a second chance just because I am a believer in second chances. And he wasn't charged with anything. I know. We've been over this. I know that there's other accusations. But taking what's official, I believe he gets a second chance. Do I want it with the Padres? No, I mm. do not want it with the Padres. The reason that some people do want him on the Padres is because of his willingness to accept a very low salary and an incentive-laden contract. But I don't know that everybody is thinking about what happens when you bring in a Trevor Bauer to a team. And I'm not saying he's a bad teammate, because guys have said that they like him as a teammate. But I think that the, the baggage that he carries with them of questions in the media and things that he says is just too much for a team. And I don't know that the Padres clubhouse wants that in there or can afford yeah, to have that. Listen, in
2: there. I think this is, uh, this is difficult on many different, you know, counts. I think a, there's a, a segment of po- folks out there that think, you know, morals do count and, that may be the main reason why they don't want. Because as you said, Trevor hasn't been convicted of anything, hasn't been arrested at that. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, I, I'm I'm like you. I, I'm a believer in second chances. Um, can, based on what we know, I mean, I'll just go back to last year when you had players going to the media. We don't, you know, undisclosed players. Are we talking about in the Padres'
3: clubhouse? In the Padres' oh, clubhouse. okay. House. Yeah.
2: I don't know that that's a clubhouse that necessarily could handle what would come with a little bit of a circus. And, and the thing is, you don't know how long that lasts. Like, maybe he comes in and it's, you know, for a little bit of time and then people move on and the focus becomes baseball. And then that'd be all fine and dandy. Because I, I don't think anybody's questioning whether Trevor Bauer can, can pitch and be effective. Yeah. It's just the baggage, as you said, that comes along with it. I, and at this point, the Padres aren't the only team that has decided not to do it.
3: Yeah, that's what I was just about the, to say. There
2: are 30 teams out there, mm-hmm. and at this point, none of them have decided that it's worth it. Yeah. Now, how long is that fair for? How long does is does that last? I I just I have a hard time, and I've said this for a very, I think at some point, Somebody
3: does sign him. Who, who, who that team is, I don't know. Yeah. I think it's a team that waits a little bit and sees what they need and then maybe goes after him, which is always kind of weird to me because you're kind of rewarding a guy who's been out of baseball with being on a good team because they know that he's going to pitch well, I think. I mean, he's been out of baseball, Major League Baseball for what? Three seasons, two seasons now. Has it been that two long? and a half seasons. He missed
2: last season. He missed most of the season. Was but- the
3: whole eye patch thing? Twenty twenty one, I think it was. And so who knows? I mean, he didn't play well or pitch well in Japan. He wasn't like dominant in Japan, and he kind of ruffled some feathers with his sword uh, celebration, which again we said yesterday. People are upset about everything these days. Indeed, I just I just don't think that the Padres clubhouse. Like you said, I don't know that introducing him into the clubhouse is going to make that unit stronger.
2: Yeah, I I don't know. I, he certainly is talented and could help a team, but unfortunately for him, teams are going to look at him like he has baggage. And you know whether you agree with that or disagree with that is really irrelevant because the teams are the one that's ultimately making decision. I I will you know he's putting himself out there. You know, for sure. he You know, he's willing to, he's willing to play for the minimal. Um And that will be enticing to some team at some point. If if a team becomes desperate enough, I don't think they'll hesitate,
3: honestly. Yeah, I don't think so either. Uh, Donnie Baseball in the chat, our media is soft. Bring him in. And I, I, I read that to say... What does that mean?
2: It our means that we're
3: soft. not, I guess, willing to say bring him in. And we kind of just said... Hello? Hello? <laughs> the media is not the one making the decision here. But what they're saying is, is that they don't – I don't know that people are publicly saying to bring Trevor Bauer in. And the reason is because it won't help the camaraderie of the team. And so if you're I, in the I chat
2: – I think that's a, 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 a scapegoat argument, to okay. blame it on the media. Yeah. Media never signed anybody, and certainly teams have signed people the media was like – Absolutely don't sign. Yeah, yeah. So I uh, th- th- think that's just a that's you know blaming the media for him not being signed. I, I think ultimately the teams are going to have to be the ones to make the decision. They are obviously weighing not what the media says, what their I assume what their fan base is saying, and uh, and calculating if it's going to piss enough people off for it to hurt them.
3: Yeah, that's what Gary Sheffield Jr. tweeted the other night. He basically tweeted like, hey, bring him in because your fan base is going to still be there. They might be mad for a little bit. Anthony and, says... And,
2: and Jr. may very well be right that ultimately it doesn't end up mattering as much as... I think it's as, case
3: by case. Maybe so. Because certain there's fan certain fan cities bases, that right? like they can bring someone in and it will ruffle feathers, but it won't be that Let big me ask of a you deal. This.
2: Let me ask you this. What? I know we've heard like little blurbs here and there, but... How much of the fan base did the Browns lose after signing Deshaun Watson? That's a good question. Uh, I, I do. Think he was actually a lot further along yes, in his
3: yes and
2: discretions than um, than Trevor
3: Bauer. That's a good question. I would say. Well, Chris told us that he his neighbor is a Browns fan is no longer a right. Browns we, fan. There's
2: some anecdotal ones out there that you know they've decided, but there's I've a watched, lot of people I've cheering for him. I watched those games, man. There's certainly you know. When they was winning football games.
3: Yeah. Anthony uh, is saying on the chat, why are Bowers' issues such a big deal when we got guys like Ozuna in the league? Which is Marcelo Ozuna. That's a good point.
2: That's that's what I'm getting at is that certainly teams ultimately do what they want to do in yeah. terms of bringing people in. And so Marcelo Ozuna is a, a, a good example. He's still on the Braves. Productive.
3: But and, he also did. He also was accused of something much worse, and, and it wasn't even an accusation. It was on kind of camera. Yeah. So, so it was on the body cam. Uh, yeah. The Don, in closing, Donnie Baseball says he was saying it. He was saying our media compared to Philadelphia, L.A., and New York is nothing. He will be less of a circus here than other places. That's a valid point.
2: Uh, thank you for uh, elaborating yes. on that, Donnie Baseball. Yeah. That's a uh, that's a good point. That, it's it. Soft probably isn't the word. It's just, you know, it's not as hectic here, right? There's a reason why it's a much more chill city. The media – and Jesse and I have this conversation often. There are things that happen here that if they happened in L.A., Philly, New York. We would never stop hearing about it. It would be be terrible. Yeah. But it's just – it's never been that way here. So that's a good point, Donnie. Baseball.
3: Uh, Luis gave me Trevor's Jap- Japan stats, and I was wrong. He did pitch well. It was he was eleven and four, two point five five ERA, one hundred and sixty strikeouts, and one hundred and fifty five innings.
2: Yeah, I didn't speak on that because I didn't know what his numbers were, but those are pretty good. Uh, if was he in like the AAA of? Japan? No, I think, did he or did Because I know I want, he started there. No, he may have come up. I think after. he came
3: up because there was like big. There were a lot of people that bought tickets to go see him. I'm going to have to research that, but I don't think I can find it quick enough. All Thank right. you for the uh, chatting, everybody, because really, we need to know what you guys are thinking, because we're talking about stuff the fans care about. I mean, that's uh, I've,
2: I've seen that topic bubbling up here a little bit more as of late.
3: It's gotten really um, divisive. Is that the word? I'm using big is it, words is it,
2: is it? Has it gotten divisive? It's separating fan base. Are pushing, people pushing people to the opposite sides?
3: Yes. That, yes, they are being pushed to the opposite sides because there are people who will never want Trevor Bauer in a Padres uniform. And there are people who are like, I would like to see my team win this year. And he wasn't charged, so bring him in. I think uh, both fair arguments, fair reasons to, to
2: feel that way. For Do sure. you think
3: that the Padres maybe have a little bit of a? They're, they're, they have a little bit of um, not. I don't know what the word is, but he's talked a lot of stuff about the Padres in the past. Has he? Yeah, he did the whole one eye thing with Fernando. Yeah, it's
2: competition, man. That's the, that, I mean, talking as, about the Padres much, all the time. As much as it irritated me watching, I don't know that it it means he's talking. I mean, that's just him and Fernando when it, it was against Fernando. Yeah, he was. put the eye patch on. Yeah, and then Fernando, Fernando hit the home run, blasted him and out, yeah, of him, and he so, did the same thing. Hey, It's all fair and love and war. Yes, it is. (laughs) All right, let's get to break. Big Five on the other side. Man, we always had a a thought that sometimes these teams might be making up injuries. Mm. huh? Mm. Well, that doesn't happen. Apparently it does. We'll explain on the other side. More Gwen and Chris. I want to give a, a shout out to my man Michael Flicks and Heather Cleaves. I, I joined them today for uh, Michael's podcast. Covers really all of high school basketball around the county. Uh, he does a terrific job spotlighting these kids and uh, getting a chance and so does Heather. And so uh, they do some some incredible work for the for the high school kids out here, and uh, I think they deserve some love. So, appreciate you guys uh, getting to spend some time with you guys, Michael. Appreciate you having me on the podcast. I think it hits Sunday,
3: uh, wow. so uh, you check have it to out. share it to everybody. I for will. everybody. I, I will definitely do that. But we were supposed to be out at Poway today, so that's apologize. why I, that's
2: why I brought it up. We were supposed to be at Poway. The rain today, yesterday, the day before, kind of whole kind of. Put a scuttle on that, and so we missed out on getting to go to uh, Cathedral last week. Poway this week. Poway RB, big, big rivalry game.
3: Um, do you, those two schools are on our list for when we can get back out there yeah.
2: soon. We're gonna, we're gonna. I mean, moving forward, we've been trying to do this right, and different things keep popping up. But we do the football, we do the basketball. That's kind of like an every year thing, every year type deal. Um, Hopefully we get a chance to to kind of spread ourselves out a little bit across San Diego County next year to do it, to do I would, some football and some, and some
3: uh, yeah, basketball. I love the football games. I haven't, we, we've only done one basketball game, but the football games have been super fun. Yeah. I would love for this rain to go away because yesterday I came home to um, my dog, Lucky, he decided to obviously get in the mud. That's not the big deal, but he decided he was going to dance all over my bed with the mud. So my entire co- uh, comforter and sheets were all muddy last night, and so that was fun. I, I need him to get. Can't even bed.
2: fathom mud like. I'd, it's be, mud. I'd be so hot if my dog was in my bed spreading mud out.
3: Okay, I am and angry when I see that. Do you just what happens?
2: Do you just go to sleep?
3: No, no, I changed that last night. There was no way I was going to be able to sleep in that. Okay. Like, if he touches the bottom of the bed and it's muddy, sure, I'll fall asleep at the bottom of the bed muddy. But not last night. I would have been laying in the mud. But it's hard because you can't tell him he did anything wrong because he has no idea what I'm talking about. So it's like, how do I punish him for something? And and, and so, but yesterday. I think they know. I think I they know. do too. I think they absolutely know. Because they give you that look like. I'm going to act like I don't know what you're saying, (laughs) but I know what you're saying. You're not fooling me. But I did this whole thing when when I saw it. I go, did you do this? Did you do this? And he turned his head and I lifted up the blanket. This is mud. (laughs) And he looked at me and he was just kind of like sitting there like he usually does. Yeah, I don't know if they understand that part. Like, this is mud. What if I told you, young man, <laughs> yeah. about what's going on? I don't know if they understand all that, but they definitely yes.
2: understand that I don't want you jumping up here after you just been out
3: there. Yes. Uh, what's the name of the podcast? Someone, uh, Rob's asking that you just talked about. Hold on. Okay.
2: Try
0: and trying to remember.
3: It'll come to me. <laughs> I mean, all right. Well, it's coming to Tony. Uh, we're going to do traffic, and then we'll do the big five.
0: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place.
2: With Michael Flicks,
3: there you go. Sunday episode dropping. Boom. Um, real quick on the chat, Tay Per said the worst is when a cat pees in your bed. Thankfully, that doesn't happen.
2: Don't have cats. Don't like cats, so that won't happen to me. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely allergic to cats.
3: Oh well, that makes so sense. That's though. why I don't. Yeah, you cats. can't. You can't. I'm be not just involved. hating on cats. Just for I was just it. about to say. You know, cats out there have a little bit of an issue with you. <sighs> Number five. Yes, they do. <laughs> Lakers news is a hot topic right now, and after not making many moves or any moves at the deadline, the reporters are now trying to figure out this summer's transactions that may happen. Already? We can't even enjoy the rest of the season? No, we got to figure out what's going on in the draft and all this other free agency stuff. With a trio of first-round picks at their disposal this summer, the Athletics' Jovan Buhat reports that three potential targets for the Lakers are Kyrie Irving, Trey Young, and Donovan Mitchell, which would be in line with what? CBS Sports' Bill Ryder's uh, reporting from yesterday on the Lakers' interest in adding Young or Mitchell to their roster this summer. So, Tony, you're a Laker guy. Who would you want the Lakers to acquire? I mean, who is it? Kyrie, who and who? Kyrie and Donovan Mitchell and Trey Young. I know you don't want Trey Young. He doesn't play defense, right? He doesn't. Donovan Mitchell's pretty good.
2: He is, but I don't know that he fits. LeBron, he likes to have the ball in his hand too. Are
3: we looking Kyrie at a Kyrie the, Irving reunion? Kyrie is the
2: only one that is a proven, has proven to know how to play with LeBron. And at this do point they like
3: that, each other still? Yeah, I think they like each other. Is Kyrie kind of calmed down from some of the it things that have like, happened?
2: It. Just listening to him talk this year, it seems like he's gained some perspective. Okay. That's good. I like growth, man. Me too. I mean, that's just hearing him speak and almost like catching himself before he says something that could get him into trouble. Yeah. I think that's growth. That is growth. Just, you know, I know we all like to just say whatever comes to mind, but... I don't think you should. I think there should be a, a filter that you don't mention everything that comes to your mind. I'm a prime example of that.
3: <laughs> yes, you. I are. can eat
2: high ten. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. Yes, yes, you are a prime example. Uh, well, if Kyrie Irving, you he's know, the best. He's the best fit of the three. Yeah, he's
3: never been mean spirited in any, anything really. I'm trying to. He's think. just. He's. He's.
2: He's. Has, he's has, too has, honest, as a lot of us are. When you're young, you just have misguided
3: thoughts in in certain areas. True, true. I want them to get Trey Young because I want to hear you screaming about defense. I mean, we have have a
2: prolific offense,
3: but but we'll be giving up 130. Former New York Mets general manager Billy Epler was suspended through the 2024 World Series today by Commissioner Rob Manfred, who concluded he directed the team to fabricate injuries to create open roster spots. No Mets medical or athletic training personnel were mentioned in the announcement by MLB, but Manfred said in a statement that Epler directed, quote, the deliberate fabrication of injuries and the associated submission of documentation for the purposes of securing multiple improper injury placements during the 2022 and 2023 season. He didn't wow. only—he didn't only force this to happen. He created receipts. He did create receipts. He didn't
2: even get receipts. He created
3: receipts. (laughs) The scheme involved fabricating injuries for up to a dozen players, sources told ESPN's Jesse Rogers. Sources also said that an anonymous letter from within the organization (laughs) tipped off MLB. That's that's the most interesting part (laughs) to me. I don't know who would do that. I'm up first. Should he be suspended longer than through the 2024 World Series? Um, I don't really know, but my first instinct was this is pretty serious. It seems like because we never hear about this, and so I'm surprised it was only through the 2024 World Series. I'm not. I'm surprised he's not like banned for five seasons or something because this seems like a big deal, Tony. I
2: don't know. It seems about right.
3: Really? I
2: mean, he. First of all, he doesn't have a job right now. I don't think so. No. I don't know that the suspension is a real suspension, right? He's but 90. no one
3: will hire him because of it.
2: Touche. I think it's about the right
3: time. Okay.
2: I mean, a, a year's worth of no paychecks from big leagues is kind of a big
3: deal. All right. All right. I, I revised mine to three years. Number three <laughs> was banned for life. <laughs> I just, I honestly thought it this does, was more I mean,
2: serious. It does I mean we all who pay attention to IL stints roll our eyes when? You see a guy pitching one day or playing one day, and all of a sudden he's got, like, off. He's on the I.L. for 15 after he just threw seven shutout innings the night before. Yeah. And we all go, hmm, that's a little weird. And it's
3: like. (gasps) Dodgers. It's like. (laughs) It's like a. It's like, oh, they're on the 10-day I.L. because they have a bruised palm. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Like, how did you get a bruised palm? Bruised palm. What kind of weird things are you doing, sir? Yeah, no,
2: that's. uh, I mean, now you know that, you know, in this case. Your thought was actually an accurate one. Okay.
3: All right. Number three. We talked about this a little bit earlier. UCLA coach Chip Kelly is expected to become the next offensive coordinator at Ohio State, sources told ESPN Today. UCLA announced uh, that Kelly is departing the program and that a national search for a new head coach has begun. Kelly is expected to replace Bill O'Brien, who is set to become the head coach of Boston College uh, today, some point. Ohio State had hired Bill O'Brien in mid-January as part of a head coach Ryan Day's move to no longer call plays and to run the program more his- uh, holistically. Tony, why take take a step down? We kind of went through this earlier, but what do you think? Why take a step down?
2: I, I, I honestly, and step down meaning
3: I, head coach to offensive
2: coordinator. Maybe he feels like and Remember, UCLA is moving to the Big Ten next year. Yes. It sounds like they are woefully behind in NIL. And you're moving into the Big Ten where they know how to do NIL, it sounds like. Uh Yeah. This could be, and this is the thing that's scary about this large conference kind of takeover. UCLA could go to at least a semi-prominent program to being, like, non-existent yeah. in the Big Ten. It, it could be very easily get
3: lost. It's already getting lost in the Pac-12. In the Pac-12,
2: that's what I'm saying. And so now you're going to the Big Ten. So maybe, maybe Chip saw the writing on the wall and was like, you know what? Ohio State offensive coordinator is probably a much better gig than I'ma have here being at the cellar of this
3: Big Ten conference. Kirk Kenny texted me a good um explanation of why he may have done this and he basically said like being a an offensive coordinator makes you not so deal with all the head coaching I was about stuff.
2: i to say less responsibility for sure.
3: Yeah, he was saying Bruins could be one in three after four games, and the Heat would be on to fire Kelly. Uh, They start with Hawaii. I think that's the one win. Then they go Indiana, LSU, Oregon, Penn State, Minnesota. I mean, it's a brutal schedule after that because now you're in the Big Ten. It could
2: be a long – oh, Dave Marcus. I was just
3: thinking about him. It's going
2: to be a long year, buddy. It's going to be a long year. Oh, I'm not actually a UCLA fan.
3: (laughs) That's when he's going to jump back to the San Diego State. I'm
0: actually a Dallas Cowboys fan, everybody.
2: He
3: definitely is that, too. (laughs) Number two. At least one Miami's Dolphin uh, player suggested recently he would have liked to see the playoff game against the Chiefs that was uh, in temperatures up to negative 30 wind chill. He wanted to see that game... Postponed. That's according to Dolphins punter Jake Bailey, who shed new light on the fourth coldest game in league history during a, a radio row appearance yesterday. He said, quote, if you watch the game and the wide receivers, their route in that end zone. So take a step back. There was one of the f- sides of the field was like frozen. And so everybody hated that side of the field. But he said if you watch the game and the wide receivers, their route in that end zone, they were barely tiptoeing because you're going to fall down. Uh, Chiefs defensive lineman Chris Chris Jones said he got frostbite in the small areas his wetsuit he was wearing wasn't covering his skin. Did you hear about this? Small
1: way
2: timeout.
3: What small areas does like, Chris neck? Jones have? Neck? Like like the oh, wetsuit didn't okay, did overlap yeah. or something? So he got
2: frostbite.
3: Uh, multiple people got frostbite on the That's team.
2: That's crazy.
3: Yeah. And, uh, these,
2: and these guys are out there with no shirt on in some cases.
3: That is wild, too. <laughs> but um, did you know that they wore wetsuits yes. that day? Yes. I, I never heard, I had heard that get until to recently. I guarantee you
2: is wetsuits and a bunch of Vaseline underneath that. <laughs>
3: wow that's a lot and that sounds disgusting uh, to me it probably does sound disgusting <laughs> but it it works keeps you warm Justin in the chat said the Carlsbad quarterback Justin Sain is uh, going to Ohio State that's why Chip Kelly's going so we'll give it to Justin San it's good for Justin uh, alright so blah 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 Chris Jones blah 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 <laughs> looking back this is our official answer and we are going to move on from this forever Tony and I'm up first. Should they have postponed the game? No. The players were the most protected people on the field. If they should have done anything, it was no fans in the stands. Because there were a lot of people that got had to have ambulances and medical attention because they were too cold. The reason the Bills, the Bills and whoever they are playing, I can't remember at this point, they got postponed because it was a blizzard. You could not drive three feet in your car without getting stuck. The cold weather? Sorry, build a dome if you don't like cold weather. Or lose a bunch of games so you have to play on the road in the playoffs, okay? I'm tired of this. Tony? Um, Yeah, man,
2: unfortunately, the conditions are the conditions. And uh, if it's not a blizzard and you can actually see a football floating through the air and you you played a game, unfortunately, the, the conditions were atrocious. But... It's all in the job description, unfortunately, for football players.
3: It is. It is. And that's one of the reasons I love football. They play in insanely crazy conditions like negative 30 wind chills. Now, is it fun for me or for for them? No. It's fun for me. I'm at
2: home watching it. I was
3: was freezing. I put my 49er Snuggie on. I was like, ooh, so cold out there. (laughs) Number one. By the way, they found the um, reason for those three fans that passed away in Kansas City. It was uh, fentanyl. So, everybody, this is a serious thing. Be very careful about everything these days. All right, so CBS Sports, uh, Sean McManus, he's the president of CBS Sports. He's defending Tony Romo because he has seen the, the social media hate for Tony Romo. He says it's very undeserved. He also said, quote, I think if people really listen to Tony, he's not your meat and potatoes analyst. He's more of a fan. He gets excited. We sometimes say to him. Oh, I don't know, Jim. <laughs> we sometimes say to him, and this is what we've been speculating, quote, Hey, calm down a little bit because you get you do get too into the game. Which then he goes on to say, I think is a plus. But I think generally speaking, people really enjoy listening to uh, Nance Romo and Tracy Wolfson. Now, they're going to be the crew that's calling the game this weekend. And I think this is uh, kind of weird. But do you think it's a good idea to tell Tony Romo to calm down? I don't.
2: I I think that that is what makes him unique and a good broadcaster. And it brings you closer as a fan, I think. Because this is a dude who, you know, despite the lack of success in terms of getting to a Super Bowl... He's a really good quarterback in the league. Yeah. And not only was he a really good quarterback, he's a really smart quarterback. Mm-hmm. And so he's bringing that element along with his love for the football game from a fan perspective. And that I think that's unique. Not a lot of broadcasters have
3: that. So I, I'm a big fan of Tony Romo. Me too. I think that you shouldn't tell people how their personality should be because— then, because now I hear it in him, trying to stay trying calm. Trying to stay calm. Trying yeah. to not get in, get too excited. I
2: think Tony should do what Tony does.
3: Yeah, I want him to predict plays. I want him to be excited. That's, you know, that's fun about Tony Romo, is that he kind of seems like a normal dude, even though he's not. I All agree. right, that's it for the Big Five. He's on the Skechers roster, isn't he? He is on the Skechers him roster. Him and Don Orsillo, headliner. <laughs> Don's a Skechers guy? <laughs> you better ask him. He oh.
2: loves it. Wow, okay, I didn't know that. Sketcher Sketcher Man. Wow. That's five o'clock incredible. hour. Happy hour. We're going to Chris on the way.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too, with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.